G'day and welcome to episode 14 of Two Left Thumbs, a console gaming podcast where we talk shit about games that we know nothing about. Dan, what's going on, yeah. mate? No, mate, spot on, <laughs> you've wrapped it up. <laughs> you got us in one. We've gone, this is the honest edition this time yeah, around. honest. <laughs> uh, man, I'm doing good. Uh, life's fine. busy. Um, I don't know, participated in a charity stream event over the weekend. Ooh, how'd that go? pretty good i think um well, everything hasn't been finalized yet but i think they got somewhere around where they got last year right so, so that was i think that was somewhere between like 11 and 14,000 yeah, from memory, somewhere, wasn't it? somewhere yeah. like that yeah so um yeah as i said everything hasn't been finalized yet yeah um yeah so my section went good except i lost track of time i called into work oh. um that in that morning i got home with about an hour up my sleeve and for some reason i thought oh, my box started at two and it started at one Oops. So I was sitting there just putting some, you know, finishing touches on the, you know, the actual uh, stream page because I yep. had to use the dot assets, not my own. All the, all the layouts, yeah. Yeah. So then um, about the first ten minutes of my section was troubleshooting because <laughs> 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 you know, um, yeah, nothing audio ever wants to play cricket. Uh, ever. The old audio, it's great, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Every time you get a Windows update, you got to just read all the audio. Yeah, it's it's oh, yeah. it's recently killed me again after yeah. after the loss of all my scenes and whatnot from OBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Windows update yeah. got me got my audio again. It's great. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but it's probably the hardest bit of setting up a stream is getting yeah. your audio, um, your audio stuff set done right, getting yeah. your lags out of your microphones and all that sort of jazz. So yeah, yeah. But apart from that, um, I played a Gambit section. So um, yeah, nice. A couple of, uh, I think, Max, Max from Dodd and um, Ben from Spud Nation. Yep. And um, basically, yeah, we just uh, ran with the, the fourth member was the Blueberry, so they got to carry us. Um, That's the go. Ended up with a, ended up with a four, four win streak out of it. Four so, win streak, nice. Yeah, we're undefeated. Nice. All good stuff. Um, even, even uh, how to last match, I think I had to play with a pulse rifle, SMG, and a grenade launcher. So you're doing a bit of a loadout sort of. Yeah, trade off yeah. Well. yep someone threw 20 bucks at the at the charity so um they got to pick my load out nice uh, they'll stick me ears and sleep or so just <laughs> 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 stop that scrubbiness yeah so um yeah and i still surprisingly um end up taking out 12 guardians so nice yeah so, so there's a serial killer mode on no so apart from that uh, uh destiny 2 i've been playing the grind is real over there and um last couple of nights i've been i jumped back into bioshock um, a game from about mid 2000s yep probably one of the first fps's to sort of incorporate role playing and storytelling elements into it yeah right and, okay um, it's aged well uh, it's a little bit slow well, i've um, never ever gotten to have a look at it as much as i've always looked at it and gone that mm -hmm. that looks so cool i want to have a look at it yeah. i never have so compared to like the um sort of 60 fps shooters it feels slow yep um but yeah overall it's age well the concepts and the mechanics inside the game still work now, like in today you know they, it's not as a, they don't feel outdated and rubbish you know sometimes you go back and play a game and you go, yeah should have left this in the memory bank <laughs> um yeah this doesn't i've enjoyed it it's been so long since i've played it i've virtually forgotten everything um except a few basic concepts of the game and yep. um yeah, it's, it's a pretty messed up creepy kind of game um I wouldn't say it's got survival horror stamped all over it, but it definitely puts you um, left of center in a position of discomfort. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been enjoying that. Yourself, yeah, nice. Well, I've been busy. 
I've been yes. building my new stream space in a garage, which I've finished for the most part. I finished like 80% of it. The other 20% is, is a fair amount of work. Um, but I'm in here now. I'm streaming from it and it's all working well. Looks good. Feels good. It's a little cold at the moment, but you know, we'll sort that out. Just tighten um, up, love. Yeah, that's it. I'm just <laughs> harden up a little bit. Uh, and I took a week off work to stream Forza Horizon 4 and also to see what uh, life would be like as a full-time streamer. Nice. And I've got to tell you, probably over, overdid a little with uh, 12 hour days. <laughs> but um, no, it was, it was good. It was a good time, good bit of time off. A uh, good little bit of channel growth too, actually, which was, which was really good to see. Uh, a lot yep. of new people sort of getting right into it, really enjoying the game. And uh, I mean, it's it's not without its faults in itself, but I'll, I'm going to do a um, like a smaller sort of cast about that a bit later on. Yeah, like, you know, sort of some of the shortcomings and, and all that sort of stuff. But I'll, overall, it's a great game, and uh, yeah, we've been playing the hell out of that. So oh, yeah. I've already yeah. I've already prestige, which is at level two hundred. I'm up to level ninety six. Again, it looks like it's three hundred for the next prestige. So nice. yeah. So yeah, from what I've seen, the game—I don't have an Xbox, so—but it looks sharp. Um, it looks like a beautiful game. Just, well, just I've, watching it, yeah, it just looks really nice. I've had really good comments on um, on the way it looks, and mm. like just in my stream, and I play it from a uh, from a dirty old Xbox One, the 500 gig bundle. Yeah. Nothing special about it. So from a One X in the uh, 60 frames sort of deal and on PC it looks it looks even better yeah nice so yeah I've been yeah, just been flat out into that yeah I haven't heard much bad about it um, to be honest from reviewers or even just yeah just people in general everybody yeah. seems to be have has they've received it in a very positive light yeah which is actually good to see considering most games especially ones that might be a bit hyped um, yeah, they tend tend to come out and then they just get shit canned. Yeah, um, yeah, they fail to live up to any expectations, and you know, obviously, when expectations are set high and a game can meet those expectations, well, it's, um, yeah, I, it's I feel it's game. done. I feel it's done well at that. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. Nice, radio. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. I've been flat. Yeah, I've, I've just literally been, just been racing cars. I literally the Monday Monday morning. Was it Monday morning? No, it was the Monday night. I got my stream set up out into the garage. It's yep. yeah, and and started streaming Tuesday morning. So I had had early access, yep. um, which was like the Thursday, Thursday or Friday prior. That was a pre-order bonus. Was the uh, ultimate edition pre-order bonus? Yeah. Yep. And, the everything um, edition. The everything edition. That's <laughs> the one. <laughs> the everything edition. Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. It sort of got me through the prologue, which is quite long, quite lengthy. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the one of the things about it. So it, it was almost verging on that Gran Turismo Ooh. sort of grind yep. that, that turned yeah. me right off the game. But once you're through it, once you're through it, the game sort of opens up. It, it keeps you into it as well, which is good. But yeah, it was just yeah. it was just lengthy, yeah. and unnecessary. Or was each step um, necessary? I don't know. If you've never played one before, it just kind of shows you how the game works and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And you do a few showcase events, which were really cool. Um, but I don't think it needed to be as long as it was. Yeah. But at least it, it kept you racing. It didn't try and show you that 30 different ways around the same corner and all that sort of gear. Like, it just kept you doing stuff. So it was okay nice. in that aspect. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't boring. You just had to sort of race. 
but here you couldn't just um, cut loose and do whatever you wanted. Um, oh, look, you, you, could, you could absolutely do that, but it'd take yeah. you even longer to get through it. Yeah. So. So it's just see me, I'd be like forever prologue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's start off yeah. with good intentions. Yes, I'm going to do it today, and then I get distracted and go chase friggin' deer through the woods or something. Yeah, I, 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 I've been known to chase sheep around here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, it's set in England, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So it's... Um, we'll jump into the freebies, move, shall we? Move this right along, yes. Um, yeah, we definitely won't follow the show notes here because so some idiot wrong games now. <laughs> so this month on PSN, um, we have Friday the 13th, up for grabs for free um this is definitely uh in the theme of halloween isn't it yep and i think that it could make a couple of good little streams um join forces co-stream and um you can't look at my screen i'm the bad guy <laughs> and um yeah, maybe, maybe grab a couple of people to um come join us yeah absolutely people we could have a few good laughs with with this game yep um i think it wasn't technically the most polished or bug free game when it was released i think it came out about this time last year um, but i think um it was well received because exactly that it was like a good party game where a bunch of people would just jump on you know there could be just a bunch of teenagers running through the woods and play as jason whatever chasing them and i think people just enjoyed that that laugh and um sort of aspect of it if you didn't take don't take it too seriously you get a lot of fun out of it yeah that's what i so, saw yeah um as i said there was definitely you know like if you wanted to get technical and picky um yeah there's a lot of flaws in the execution of it but um yeah definitely yeah. one of those better with friends games i reckon yeah that's a couple of drinks that, having, having yeah. a laugh i don't know if i could air if you could play it with blueberries <laughs> <laughs> no i might get a, i don't know i didn't see too many people like i watched a few um a few yeah. friends that was sort of over on the Twi twitch days actually when it was coming yeah. out I uh, saw a few few of the dudes I was sort of networked with over there playing, and I don't think they got they didn't get too many blueberries that like carried on at all. Or nah, so I it just, didn't seem too bad, but yeah, I'd I, th I think I think it's real life hockey. Yeah, yeah. rich feel real life hockey mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So yeah, as I said, we'll um, definitely have to join forces and have some fun with that game. Absolutely. And the other one is Laser League. And I've got to pull up the description of this because I did zero homework. Sorry, people. You did um, a static. So... Dan did a static, everybody. He didn't do yes. his homework. Yeah, I did truth, my homework just on the wrong things. Truth, truth be known, <laughs> I only did my homework an hour ago. So, All right. So we have Laser League. Um, it's, a, it's a futuristic sports video game. Uh, two teams of one, two or three players apiece compete to outlast their opponents by setting up moving lasers in an arena. That's about all the blurb I got. Um, Sounds exciting, man. I know. I, I tried to dress it up. I don't know if I succeeded. <laughs> that sounds yeah, exciting. I if, yeah, I don't know if it's my kind of game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not big into sports games anyway to start with. And um, wait, wait till you hear what I got for you on Xbox. No. Mm -hmm. I'll be I'm getting all excited, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think we'll probably focus on Friday the 13th. What says you? Yeah, that might be the go. I might download Laser League and just so I said I've done it. A bit like um, yeah, it can be one of those. Yeah, it can be one of those space fillers on on the hard drive. Yeah, yeah we covered. We, we were um, talking about Wipeout a couple of um, two podcasts ago. 
and it was like the day after we recorded, I was um, taking the wife to the city, go shopping, and in Target they had the dis- the PS display up with Wipeout on it. Yeah. So yeah, it's like get out of the way, little kids. Daddy moving. <laughs> and um, yeah, I played it. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's as good as the old ones. Nice. So um, yeah, poor kid. You know. Was it good though? Did you enjoy it? I used to yeah, love that. I used to love that game. Yeah, as I said, I don't know. Probably, if it was a free game, definitely I would have just uh, probably gone spazzo over it. Would, but, would, um, yeah. would, you, would you pay eighteen dollars for it? Possibly. 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 I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Possibly. It is. Um, as I said, it is a, a racing game, so a steady yeah. racing game. So not necessarily my jam, but um, you can always make an exception. <laughs> All right, so where are we? Uh, Go sidetracked. Okay, PSN games this month on PS um, Store. The specials we have Detroit Become Human, which our good friend Static played a couple of months ago, and absolutely enjoyed himself. So you Did haven't you, you haven't you haven't played this yet? No. Get no, it. No, no. Get it at that price. Get it. Yep. Have yep. you done? Have you? Did you end up getting to do your second playthrough? No. Oh, I haven't yet. No. No. Because you at the time you're talking about, yeah, can I do it again? Yeah, I want to. I want to try and. I want to try and play through as just like a just a dirty robot. Just <laughs> yeah, everyone must die. Yep, that'd be. I just have to play like that naturally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> it'll end up like until dawn. Yeah. All right, we have the God of War, the latest re- um, revision of that for fifty-eight dollars. Uh, good price for a top game. Yep. Both uh, great prices, yeah. Yeah. Uncharted 4, $18. Uh, almost a must to grab at that price. I've uh, played yeah. about eight hours of Uncharted 4. Yeah. And then I just never got around to it because Destiny. Um, yeah. so, I, so, I, so I ended up... Yeah, Uncharted 4. So yeah. I ended up lending it to a, a mate of mine. I've never seen it back. I don't know if I'm getting it back. I'm probably not. Yeah. But um, the eight hours I played of it, I was happy that I'd spent full price on it. Yeah, like it, nice. it was, it was a playable movie, which was yeah, unreal. It was for me. I can't remember. Did I pay? I actually think I pre-ordered it. I don't pre-order many games. Destiny was one of the few. Like Destiny Two was one of the few I pre-ordered. Yeah. I think Uncharted Four might have been the last, the only other game in recent history that I've pre-ordered. Um, previous to that it was Division. It burnt me, and I vowed never to go back. <laughs> <laughs> never fall into that trap again. So yeah, uh, the main story, it's the last in the series to have Nathan Drake uh, as the main protagonist. And absolutely, it was a brilliant swan song song for the series. Um, Yep. And then following on from that is the DLC pack uh, for its Uncharted Lost Legacy, which essentially is a a standalone game in itself, just shorter. And you can pick that up for $22. So you don't play as Nathan, you play as one of the Sheilas he met in a pre- in an earlier game. One of the Sheilas he met in a previous yeah, game. You, you have done your homework. So. Yes. Oh, I've played it. I can't remember that. So um, basically same theme. You're treasure hunting and running away from bad guys and trying to save the world in general. Um, but yeah, a roller coaster, like you said, playable movie. Uh, yep. The transitions from your, your sort of third-person combat to... Then you're on the back of a jeep, and then you're on a motorbike, and then about falling off a cliff because you're in a train. Um, put seamless. Um, you sort of play three hours of it, and you've covered so much territory within the game. You're like, what the hell just happened? Um, I'm trying to restock. 
So the game definitely doesn't plod along. Yep. Uh, they push you the whole time, and it's hard to actually put your controller down and say, okay, that's it. I don't need to do any more tonight because it's always, I just wonder what is next. Or So, um, yeah, I like those yeah. games. So, yeah, as I said, for what are you going to throw out there? $40, you'll get two top games there. Um, and yeah, they, they sort of like the nine, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 sort of realm for me. Basically, yeah, top, top of what they do. Yep. Uh, next, we have Monster Hunter World down to $40. And um, so anybody's the, the, the big question, and you knew it was coming. Yeah, is it uh, is it is it enough? Oh, if it had been probably eight months ago, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've got enough grind on my plate now. I don't need I don't need another grind. Yeah, that's it. So um, yeah, and as I said, it's almost one of those endless grinds, um, sort of in there. Uh, we have Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, once again, this is the everything edition. This includes the frozen, the frozen, frozen wilds. Yep. Yep. DLC pack for thirty-three dollars. Dear, uh, dear, dear Lord, go get it now. Yes, uh, another thirty-three dollars well spent. In that case, um, we've spoken about it HZD before. Um, once again, another one of those games that sits at the top of its genre. Yep. Uh, Witcher three, eighteen dollars. Again, go buy it. Um, Great action RPG. If you, if you enjoy the action RPGs, uh, Witcher Three is, you know, not without faults, but yeah, top of its game. And there's a little mini game inside it called Gwent, which essentially, or well, they've gone and spawned its own game anyway. I think it's on mobile platforms and all that sort of jazz. Uh, but you can lose days just trying to collect all the Gwent cards and everything else like that. Um, so. For $18, there's a, a whole big chunk of game in there for, for that. Uh, Battlefront 2 for the Star Wars Fanatics is down to $25. Uh, as far as I understand, there is no paid content inside this game anymore. No, um, what do they call it? No microtransactions. Yeah, microtransactional loot yep. boxes. I think they've stripped all that out um, after it damaged it originally. <laughs> Soiled it bad. Left, um, Next, we have Neo, the Everything Edition. So, if you like your Dark Souls type games, Neo is a good version of one of them. Uh, set set in a more Oriental Japanese theme, and a little bit, possibly a little bit more action orientated than your traditional Dark Souls game, um, but probably not as uh, sexy as what um, Sekiro is looking like. Next, we have uh, Shadow of the Colossus, which is a reboot or remaster. Of uh, old PS, oh, jump on a limb. I think it was a PS2 game. Um, oh, I can't help you there, unfortunately. Yeah, it was an awesome game for its time, and it's very um, basically the game's eight boss fights um, in a, in Dark Souls tradition. It was one of those really hard, epic, and you'll die multiple times until you finally work out how to kill the boss, and then you can move on to the next one. Sort of games, um, and depending on things done and whatever through the game. I think there was, it spawned a couple of different endings as well. Um, it had a bit of a cult following back in the day. Uh, then, as you mentioned before, Wipeout Omega Edition is $18. Um, tempted. And I, I think I have, might. I think I'll get yeah, it for that. Yeah. And then finally we have Injustice 2, the Everything Edition. So as I said, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of character packs and skins and everything else. Uh, for $40, which is the um, 
whatchamacallit, the DC Universe version of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, so Injustice was an alternate universe where um, I think, I can't remember her name now, Clark Kent's girlfriend. Uh, Lois Lane. That's her. She was expecting a child and the Joker killed her and Superman like lost his shit and went bad. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that was sort of spawned that entire side universe, um, which I think then there's now produced a couple of graphic novels and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. So um, yeah. All right. So that's about it over in PSN. What have you got for us on gold? Are you ready to be excited? Yes, I am. Out of, out of your skin, we have we have a title called Overcooked. Really? <laughs> listen, listen. Overcooked is a chaotic couch co-op cooking game for one or four players. Sounds That's wonderful. That, yeah. Are you in? You're hooked? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm no, going to buy an Xbox tomorrow. No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> we got Live Lock again, which is a co-op top-down shooter where you play with up to two allies to break the cycle of infinite war between machines. As one of the remaining capital intellects, I'm not sure what that means, uh, your role is to unlock Eden and revive humanity. Lots. That's right up there with Laser League, I think. Yes. And then you got Stuntman Ignition on Xbox 360, which is one of those like kind of burnout type games where you just yeah. do stunts, Probably. break cars and stuff. Possibly the most fun out of, the, out of all three by the sound of it. Yeah, I think the 360 <laughs> have been getting the, the better deals out of all of them. Yeah. Um, on deals with gold, essentially we just have the Shadow of the Tomb Raider editions. So we've got uh, the Croft edition, which is down, which is uh, down to one hundred and nine dollars from one hundred and forty-five. Yep. Uh, we have the Digital Deluxe, which is um, eighty-five down from one fifteen, and the Standard Edition is seventy-five uh, down from a hundred. So we're sort of twenty twenty-five percent off, up to somewhere like thirty-five, I'd say, on the Croft edition. So you played any of the reboots? Oh, I haven't. I've um I've watched uh watched Deaf Puppies play a lot of them. Yeah, as I say, um yeah, the I've played the first two. I haven't played the last one, the the Shadow yeah. of the Tomb Raider, and I've jumped in a couple of streams just to have a look, but I don't really want to know much because I I want to play the game and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they were brilliant. They're up there with Uncharted. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Possibly a little bit more like survival mechanics built into the game than say the Uncharted games where the Uncharted games are more like a interactive movie. Yep. Um, the Tomb Raider games, there's a, a, a bit, a little bit more like say crafting and survival mechanics built in. Yeah. Right. Um, which actually sits well with the whole theme of the um, series and the games. Cause you know, she's basically put into tough situations and got to um, use her wits um, to be able to get out of it. So yep. yeah, as I said, that's another series that, is a must um, it's one of those yeah should play before you die kind of series in my opinion um i didn't like the originals way way back in the day uh, i've said before they were gimmicky and, and yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but the reboots are brilliant um sort of yeah blew away all that old yucky stuff that you know what played to the series earlier on years and just made good solid video games with a strong yeah, right. female lead so yeah no more triangle yeah. tits no. no. <laughs> and, I, was watching, um, I was watching puppies. I was playing through, and I had like an old paper sort of skin yeah. on on Lara, yeah. and um, yeah, like it it might have been maybe like sort of third or fourth generation Lara Croft, yeah. and it, even it looked horrendous. I'm like, oh please, 
yeah, it was a bit like um, I think it was a dead or alive game that came out at the time. It's one of those um, yeah. beat 'em ups like Tekken. Yep. And that was actually an option in the game to make bursts larger or smaller. It was part of when that you're sound, setting up the character. Sounds about right. I, I remember the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, it made the movie and kept it yeah. the theme. So yeah. I remember I played a demo and I was like. Why is this even a thing? <laughs> yeah, really? What the hell? Um, Catering to teenage boys. Yeah, I know. Desperate teenage boys as well. Yep. Jeez. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to the, the Tomb Raider series. And the voice actress they get, I can't remember her name. She is um, she brilliant. The, the voice actress for Lara. Yep. Absolutely brilliant at um, doing what she does. So, yeah. Another series, a series that I can't rave enough about. So, all right, continue. Sorry, that's all right. That's all right. It's it's one of those things I want to look at. So it it'll happen eventually, but I'm gonna have to yep. go through all of them. That's so all right. It is the plan. Three, got three good games to look forward to. Sweet. Alrighty, all that right. it on Xbox or is there more? No, that's it. Cool. That's it. We're not looking good. We're not looking good this month. We've got uh, actually we do have Forza Horizon Four came out. Uh, uh, on Game Pass at launch, so I should mention yeah. that, um, as well as all the other sort of Xbox exclusive type games, um, yeah. Gears of War. What's uh, what's the other one? Sea of Thieves, that sort of deal. So yeah. get amongst Game it. Game Pass is that um, stream. Uh, what do they call it? This stream. What do they call it? Games on demand. Can't remember the proper. Yeah, yeah it's essentially, yeah. So you, you pay your subscription and and download whatever they've got at the time. Um, yep. A lot of a lot of the um, like the sort of first party studio stuff yep. is um they're they're long running, so you're pretty pretty well guaranteed to have those bigger ones for yep. the duration of Game Pass. Yeah, nice. No, that's it. Yep. So um, I don't think in the near future Sony. Uh, Sony haven't even toyed with bringing that to Australia, so. Nah, I, I doubt we're going to see it. Nah, not not in this generation anyway. No. Sad. <laughs> Sony. Oh, actually, right. actually, should we talk about? I don't think I don't think it's in the show notes. No. Um, just just quickly while no, we're no. sort of on that. Two things that that, that Sony. Sony Sony versus Xbox sort of deal. We are no. getting some uh, crossplay. Two things in one week from Sony too. Not just one. We had two. What was the second? Second one is we might finally be able to change our names. Hey, our gamer tags right. might finally be changeable within. I mean, I don't need to, but old Denker One might. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know tea bags for days might be looking to change his name now <laughs> yeah, that he's that's fifty right. years old. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's uh, definitely some cringeworthy names out there. Yeah. Once you get past being 14 years old, it's like, ooh, right, what was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and, yeah, on to the big news. Um, yes, looks like we are getting a beta trial of cross console crossplay on Fortnite. So I have no idea when this is going to go live because um, I haven't read anything to do with it. But I'm, I'm not sure when either. And Yeah. I don't. I can't remember when. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but it was a, a fair while back. I, mm. I've been probably could be quoted as saying that if any game was going to bring us crossplay between the two platforms, oh. it was going to be Fortnite. 
I've already done it. I did it by accident. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. So yeah, they've done it by accident. They they turned the switch on and then um, quickly turned it back off. And then yeah, they must have got a few nasty phone calls um, from Sony's lawyers and turned the switch off really quick. Um, so it's been proven, and um, also known for a fact the developers of Rocket League, the um, car soccer game. Yep. That they have come out and stated all they need is permission. So they've actually gone and proven the technology. Yeah. Um, but they've obviously done it within a controlled environment, not out in the wild like what um, Epic Games did. Yep. And um, so they basically they've come out and said, yes, we're 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 crossplay ready. Uh, we just need permission to do it. And I, I would not be surprised if you don't have the Activisions of the world that are sitting there with the exact same capability. Um, pretty much just waiting. Um, yep. So, but yeah, what a good day. When I read the news, I think like, finally, how many you know, inside Spud Nation, uh, inside Dodd, we have a PS community and an Xbox community. And yep. yeah, you all talk and you all hanging, hanging out, hanging shit on each other. But you can actually never just jump in and have a raid together or etc. Yeah, that's right. Those barriers, those barriers go. Doesn't matter what console you play. We're one community, um, and now, feasibly in the future, we can all actually play the same game together and enjoy it. Yep. So yeah, happy days. I was. I, I was with, with the release of that news, I saw the funniest tweet. It was pretty much Xbox retweeting PlayStation hmm. <laughs> with a big high yeah. five emote. Yeah. <laughs> no, so um yeah, as I said, long overdue to be honest. Yeah. Um yeah. Um so obviously um yeah, whatever Sony's reasons were, they've managed to work it out. So He's he's okay. hoping it's the first of many. Yes, yes, yes. Um as I said, like yeah, I don't can't say I would look forward to uh being on a console versus a mouse and keyboard PC player. Um because they're two totally different animals yep but console versus console we both got the same limitations so um yeah bring it on can't wait yeah, it's gonna be good and while we're talking about Fortnite, let's swing over to news and updates um season six has started so there's the usual stuff that all comes out i don't have much detail on it because a i haven't played it and b i haven't read much about it Always a new season. You get in, there's the battle pass. There's heaps of stuff to grind for. Tons of new cosmetic stuff. Some awesome characters. There'll be some new toys to play with inside the game. I'm guessing. Yeah, and, they're they're always changing up weapons and things like that. Trying to yeah. trying to not keep a stale meta. Yep. But, yeah. Drop um, stuff in and out. Bring some yep. new weapons in. Um, I haven't even watched much Fortnite streams to be honest. I've, I've little... done nothing with Fortnite yeah. since maybe. I want to say week four is the last time I really played it. Yeah, of season five, that's that's maybe maybe week six to catch yep. up on a couple of challenges, and then I haven't touched it since. No, so I struggled to actually sit and watch battle royal games. Yeah, um, I can watch one or two, then I've got to move on. It's yeah, just the way it is. It's just not my jam. Um, they're fun enough to play with friends. Yeah, but um, to sit there and watch the same, it feels like the same thing over and over again. You know, I've said it before, it's 10 minutes of collecting, two minutes of shooting. Yep. Um, yeah, it gets old on me quick. I'd rather go watch a more story-driven game or something. So, yep. 
Um, yeah, so I haven't even been able to sit down and see all the goodies that um, all the new stuff. And there's also obviously we've got Halloween coming up, so there's going to be some Halloween themed um, skins and whatnot getting around as well. That's right. So yeah, as I said, uh, plenty of plenty of fun new stuff to do over there in the world of Fortnite. Um, so Telltale Games, um, they uh, from the they did the Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, and uh, can't remember the Fables. Uh, I can't remember Wolf Among Us. That's what it was. Yep. Um, famous for those type of games, the story-driven, almost like the Quantic Dream type games. Um, they've been copying a lot of flack probably over the last six months. Um, like Kotaku, pretty much every week released an article um, dating how shit they are to work for, um, how mean and you know, caustic the culture is and all this sort of stuff. Yep. Um, so they've come out this week. They had a massive staff cut about a month ago. Um, they've come out this week and they put off the rest of their staff. Um, wow. Studio has been struggling for a while. And like I said, they've been copping a whole ton of bad press uh, from especially from former employees who have gotten out and um so basically it looks like that's the the death death um, toll for that studio um i think they were still still had to finish uh one of the walking deads the their last version of that their last um season yep um but i'm pretty sure uh another developer or another studio has picked it up and they've got a whole bunch of former Telltale employees over there and have sort of promised to finish it. So um, so that won't just die in limbo. It should get finished and released. And it's a shame because early days, this was a very talented and um, unique sort of studio, you know. Then it just went churning out games that copied off other things, you know. They had their own space and their own uniqueness. So... It's a shame when they sort of get big and they outgrow themselves and then it all becomes focused on the on the dollar rather than yep. trying to out, output in an art form, um, which is what their games were more based around. They weren't, you know, the big churns like... Well, that's how the, they were sort of accuracy by quantity, weren't they? They were just pumping yeah. pumping those games out. Yeah, yeah, that's what it come down to. They're just churning them and it's sort of like yeah. they lost the uniqueness um, and everything else, so... Yeah, sad day there, especially for the people who work there. Um, you know, the big or maybe owners. maybe not, I guess. Like, well, yeah, if they're that bad to work for, they're probably better off. Yeah, um, you know, bad day when it happens, but probably look back in a few weeks and go, "Oh, geez, I was lucky." Yeah. All right. So, in the world of Assassin's Creed, um, the latest version of that has dropped, um, Odyssey, and they seem to have dropped the whole Templar assassin theme behind the game. Um, there's always that sort of conspiracy theory undertone that ran through the series. Yep. And um, it's getting some pretty awesome reviews. Um, like pretty much everyone's saying this is the best Assassin's Creed game ever. And it's on the largest map. So um, I'll be keeping an eye for that in the special, but in the specials bin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say that was the previous one. Uh, I've got it over here somewhere. Origins. Yep. Yes, it was a definitely it was a turning point for the series. Um, I played the earlier ones, I liked the earlier ones, and then I got sick of them really, really badly. And then played Origins, and it was a yeah, basically like a reboot for the series. It was fun, it was exciting. Missions kind of felt like they meant meant something. Um, and it looks like they've picked that up, and they've just 
doubled it or quadrupled it um, for Odyssey. So, yeah, sounding good. I might have to I might have to give one a look again. The last one I looked at was uh, Black Flag, and I absolutely despise that yeah. game. That's yeah, kind of my judge. Was... Everyone that tells me that they like the new one, that, that's my judgment. Like, <laughs> if, yeah. if you like Black Flag and you like this one, I'm probably not going to have a look at it. Yeah, so the big difference, and what one of my, my most hated things with the earlier games was when you were like going to be deadly and do like a drop assassination. Yep. And for some reason, the game would look out on you and you'd accidentally like murder a civilian. And you're like, no, I was locked onto the, you know, the target. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you got everyone in town chasing you. And you're like, fuck. Um, and Black Flag, Black Flag was only fun on the pirate ships. Um, the rest of the game was an Assassin's Creed game back then. Um, it was just because you could sail around on a, and sink shanties on a pirate ship. That was the only thing that sort of everybody raved about. That's what I, that's what uh, I absolutely despised about it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Yeah, so um, as I said, yeah, was there, I never played, I played three, which was the one where you're the little Indian boy running around the forest. I never played the one after that, whichever one that was. Um, the one that everybody just hated. Was it Unity? I played a, Unity, that's it. Um, I played a bit of Syndicate, couldn't get all the way through that, I got sick of it. And I got all the way through Origins, loved it. So, um, yeah, and so the biggest change for Origins, uh, besides this is storytelling better, um, was the combat felt good. Yeah. It didn't, didn't suffer those same shitty flaws that the games in the earlier series did where combat felt awkward. Yep. Um, you know, you're like this super, you know, yeah, ninja warrior type dude, and you're not really. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas with Origins, the combat actually felt fluid. You felt capable. Yep. Um, yeah, you could take on four people, and as long as you weren't mashing buttons, um, you kept your head and did what you did. You were untouchable. You know, um, it, which was what you want. You know, it's like yep. I am this badass swordsman. It's you know freaking super ninja warrior and you know i take on two guys and i'm getting hammered well no it doesn't feel you you, you fall out of character so yep all right um so uh it's, this isn't in the run but i was watching today some stuff on fallout 76 um, some the embargo was lifted on some early reviews and playthroughs yep and it's not looking good oh um from what i've seen and what people have said oh like you know so what what i've actually seen the footage of the game okay it's not the beta it's pretty early but it doesn't look like graphically it's moved past the fallout 4 which at the time i said graphically probably hasn't pushed much past fallout 3. it, it never yeah it never looked like that even from the um mm. like from the um well like the e3 sort of release it never looked any yeah. better than that either yeah so yeah it, it 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 doesn't look like they've gone in okay yeah and so the vat system which we were talking about um one or two podcasts ago uh to make it work inside the multiplayer realm where you're connected and you've got real life people reacting around you it's become more like an auto aim feature yep so basically you just if you turn your vats on all it does is give you a percentage to percentage to hit you don't even have to be pointing your gun at it it just gives you a percentage to hit and depending mm. on the percentage number depends whether the bullet hits it or not so it's Yuck. like 
bullet by RNG. Yeah. And you've played Fallout 4. The actual live fire or you know, your standard FPS shooting mode yeah. isn't probably this the game's strong point. No, not at all. Um, so to actually go play it as an FPS, um, it's not the most sexy gunplay game you're ever going to play, to be honest. It still feels like a game from 10 years ago. Um, and the VAT system is probably now holding the series back. Um, yep. So you think they're probably that. just trying to rest on that multiplayer aspect to sell them get, sell games yeah. for them? It seems like they, they had like a unique concept, but they've stripped... Like there's no NPCs inside the um, world, apparently. So all your quests and missions <laughs> you get from... No, so the only other people that you meet will be real-life people. Yeah, right. Um, so there's no NPCs. You get your quests from those little computer terminals. Yep. So that is yucky because, you know, part part of the charm of Fallout series has been talking to the unique characters inside the inside those worlds. Yep. Yeah. A bit like having a Borderland games without Tiny Tina, you know. So, I mean? so yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so what, all, like, what we're going to is essentially yeah. just opening everything with our ghost in Destiny. Let's, worse. Let's, let's, let's not actually interact with it. Let's just pull our ghost out, and that's, that does a thing. So yeah. it's, it's at least it's... the ghost talks. <laughs> <laughs> These things just put the friggin' text us. So it's, oh, it's like yuck. you're talking about like um, you got to go do quests. Yeah. Um, and I will touch this on the my next section. Um when I talk about the next game is that we've gone, we've come a long way from the fetch, fetch and get kind of quest scenarios, right? Yeah. Um, it, part of a good feeling of immersion inside a game is when you're doing all these side quests or missions, but you don't really feel like you're doing side quests or missions yeah. or you're not even aware of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and this feels like a dramatic step backwards. Um, so even to touch on Destiny 2, what do they do well with Forsaken? Well, all the adventures that I've never unlocked in any other previous um, thing, you know, like it's like, oh, I'm yep. going to go there and do that. But it's not part, it's not connected to anything. You have. It's not part of the story. It's nothing you have to do. They're just icons on a map to get rid of if you've got OCD. Yep. What do they do well in Forsaken? Well, those adventures became part of the campaign. Yeah. So, you know, you had these things and it's like, okay, you got to go do here because part of a quest to move the campaign or the story or unlock the next map. So these things that have caused friction with me previously in the game have now become part of the game, yeah. not just something extra. Um, and that's like, yeah, hats off. Um, that's one of the things they did well. Well, you have a look at this, what they've done in Fallout 76. They've like picked that up and moved moved it so far back that it's almost back down to the 2d platformer you know the 2d top-down version of the game which was fallout 2 yep where you sort of text on the screen you know because they didn't have voice actors and 3d graphics so yeah weird um in my opinion so yeah well definitely won't be pre-ordering that one <laughs> no that was that was when i was always gonna sort of watch anyway just sort of have a look at and um see see the reactions i guess yep and get get input before i laid any money down on it yeah. um i'm still gonna still gonna do that i'll definitely you know, keep an eye on it but um it's yep. not not looking promising yeah when i first heard i'm going yeah fallout game you know it's almost as much excitement as a um, elder scrolls game even though i didn't really dig for that much 
yeah. um, it still looks like hell, you know. As I said, I love the hell out of Fallout 3 in New Vegas. So, um, yeah, as I said, I was like, I was watching this today and I was almost crying. I'm like, no, what have they done? No, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. when I was watching the release, you know, at at E3, hmm. that was that was the big thing, like the multiplayer. I'm like, yes, here we go now. Because that when I originally bought it, that's what I thought I was getting. I thought I was getting a multiplayer game. Yep. I'm an idiot. I didn't do my homework. Anyone could have <laughs> told me I wasn't getting that. I had no idea though. Um, like my mate, mate who bought Destiny and was filthy because it was an always online game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play it without the internet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I didn't read the cover. <laughs> yeah, so I had no idea what I was buying, and yeah. I was pissed at the game for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, to see that this was multiplayer, like that was a massive thing. Like, okay, well, here we go. Something I could probably get myself into, especially if you know a couple of mates are buying it, and whatever else we can actually get yeah. right into that. But uh, yeah, to hear that about it. Oh. Yeah. That's so. That's off-putting. It, it seems like they've, as I said, you know, Fallout's always been a solo experience, um, yep. and you know, fairly RPG heavy. So it feels like they've stripped what made Fallout a unique, fun series out of the yep. game, and then left it handcuffed with a whole bunch of obsolete mechanics um, to try and make it feel like all that. Doesn't it doesn't even need a space, you know? Yeah. Um, does it even need to exist in a, in in this kind of environment? No. So, yeah, it's some weird decisions made, I, I believe. Um, as I said, it's only early days, so I don't want to get too down on it. But yep. yeah, I was kind of sad when I was watching this, and I was, you know, sort of just the first fifteen minutes, and then you're seeing how they're interacting, and you know, it's kind of like it just doesn't seem there's nobody to talk to. And yeah. um, so you're reading through it, and it's like, yep, yeah, there's no NPCs. And it's like, how can you have a role-playing game without NPCs? They're like the um, they're like the bread and butter of role-playing games. Where do you get quests <laughs> from? That's <laughs> very strange. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm finding it very hard to believe that that's what they're doing. No, no. so is that time will tell. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe the internet's got it wrong. It'd be the first time ever, but you know, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, I know. It's on the internet. It's true. Damn it. Yes, exactly. Don't you, don't you tell me otherwise. So then I'm going to roll around into my next game, um, which is coming out later this month, is Red Dead Redemption 2. And from what I've seen of this, they've done the complete opposite. Right? So when they, um, your interaction with the NPCs and people giving you quests and all that, they've almost made it an organic part of the game. Yep. To the point nowadays that you don't even need right up to the person who keeps doing the same repetitive action over and over again you yeah. can be just walking through a camp i watched a cut um i just watched a dude get in the thing type his horse and he's walking to a camp and then the one of the npcs just wanders up next to him starts walking and talking about stuff and then you know as depending on the dialogue stream ends up talking about requirement to go to a side quest yeah you know like, just watching the conversation flow it didn't feel like the traditional let's walk up to this guy yeah so it, um, it comes to you yeah essentially um yeah well, it was just but, part of the game you're but, walking to the tent you need to go to go to the toilet or whatever you're going to do yeah and this person is just part of the camp just like rocks up next to you and starts talking to you about gen you know, general shit depending whether you know where your conversation choices are um as you go through you you know generally you got your standard intimidate or yep. you know be nice kind of options 
um, steers it into a side quest. And I'm going, oh, it didn't even feel like a standard NPC uh, yeah. interaction. Um, obviously, they, you've got to get side quests in these games. Um, Rockstar make, you know, famous for the open world. Yep. Um, and what they do as well. But, but by, from what I've seen, they've actually gone and taken this whole concept and taken it to the next level where you don't necessarily have to go... Um, you know, the only way I can put it is that they've made it feel a lot more organic, the yeah. way that you receive yeah. and the way that you interact with your environment yeah. um, and all the rest of it. So, yeah, and as I said, like you've got one one company that's sort of like just stripped all that out and you've got this other company come along and just... Um, maybe, they, maybe they took it off them. Maybe they took a... Yeah, oh. they stole all <laughs> the NPCs. Yeah. So, as I said, yeah, um, Red Dead, it, it's out later on this month. I've played both. So, yeah, it's spiritual first game. And yep. then Red Dead Revolver. And I played Red Dead Redemption. You know, good story games. Rockstar make that good open world kind of game. Um, yep. Always have. And I prefer the Red Dead world over the GTA world, um, even before the online stuff. Uh, speaking of which, it doesn't. Um, it's coming out with an online mode. It's uh, similar to GTA Five eventually. Yeah. Um, a release date isn't confirmed, but it'll eventually have a red uh, GTA Five style online mode. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Hmm. Um, given that, yeah, the you know it's good to be able to do things with other people, but. Yeah, sometimes it's bad things <laughs> depending on who the other people are um, yeah yeah so as i said i'm i'm ex- excited for that game it's looking yeah, good. I don't know. as long as for me as long as they can deliver like if, if you're saying they can deliver on something like that that makes that sort of you mm. know like quest getting for lack and, of a better term like yeah. more organic and and you know it makes the game the game i guess not easier to play but just just more less enjoyable, friction. yeah. Less, yeah. less sort of. Oh, I've got to go over here now, and then I've got to go here. Like you, you know, classic. Again, we're going to go back to Destiny. Classic yeah. tower, tower example. You know, I've got to go to this yeah. one, this one, this one. Get everything. If it sort of comes to you and it's just given to you in a way that doesn't feel like you're working, you know, like it's it's not work to go do it, yeah. um, or it's not yeah. taking five minutes out of time that could be gameplay or something like that. It's kind of delivering it to you with a story, um, as well as that, as well as like an online sort of aspect to it um mm-hmm. online multiplayer you know doing doing quests you know, round your posse up sort of go and knock over a bank or, or whatever who, kn- who knows what yeah. it might be yeah um if they can deliver all that together in in a good way i, I can't say i can't say anything bad about that so it goes back to but where, uh, fingers crossed about, yeah when i said about fallout 76 yep um yeah we've evolved somewhat as gamers um yeah i've been playing them for a long time so we know what the mechanics are we understand you know the, the nuts and bolts of you know the fetching you know the quest systems and all that sort of stuff yep. but where a game ticks its boxes that when it gets you to do that without you being aware that you're doing it yeah. um that's where you achieve immersion um yeah especially as i said if you've played a lot of these sort of games um no stranger to how this stuff works um but to be able to get you to do it without you being aware, just getting rid of that friction, um, yeah. so to speak, um, that's something that, yeah, it sort of caught my attention when I was watching. It's 
picked up you know it's on the t uh, on the screen you just picked up a quest and it did not feel like you just picked up a quest yeah because you know most things you'll ride your horse up and have to have some cheesy ass dialogue um etc um just to be able to hand over a bounty or whatever so yeah. um yeah i'll be as i said i'll be watching that game i'm excited for it when even when i heard it coming out I mean, yeah rockstar generally don't make bad games um and I think they've had a total of eight studios working on this. Wow. So they've um, invested a bit in it. And so it'll be interesting to see when it lands, what it looks like. Yep. Thank you, Dave. And the last bit of fluff I've got for this section is um, Square Enix. Um, yeah, they're releasing a new game on the 1st of November where the main protagonist is deaf. So that's That's interesting. So the premise of the game is that you were just old mate, deaf, whatever. You see a girl get kidnapped, and you so you start on the trail to hunt hunt down the kidnapper, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. Um, but you think about uh, once again, we're talking about the uh, evolution of video games. How much audio cues do we rely on nowadays? Uh, like one of the days where you plug your Sega into the TV and you had some eight-bit soundtrack and <laughs> whatever else going on. You, Audio wasn't a big part. It was just a bit of uh, background stuff. Yeah, a bit of background noise, yeah. So, yeah, nowadays we play with headsets. We're listening for footprints in, you know, all around us yep. to see where the enemies are, what's creeping up behind us. Audio is a huge part of how we interact with our game worlds. So, I wonder, yeah, I wonder how... Removes that. Yeah, I wonder so, how, what level of deafness I guess we're going to inherit yep. playing that game. Yeah, so as I said, I, when, I, when I was reading about that, it, yeah, it sort of like caught my attention. It's like, well, what an interesting concept to actually remove all that from us. So, do we have like yeah. Spider-Man, like an infrared vision or something, or you know, super sight that to to compensate for the lack of audio cues within the yeah. game? Do we have better visual cues to try and guide us? You look at um, I want to sort of. Shit focused over to a movie. You look at movies like um like Wally, where yeah. a good part of that movie I mean I mean there was music and whatnot sort of made it, yeah. but there was no dialogue for a good part of it. Yeah. So I, I guess it's doable to a degree, but I, yeah, I, I just I wonder yeah. how, how much of, of that deafness like we we will inherit playing that game. That's, yeah. um, so as I said, I thought it was an interesting concept. Yeah. And um, yeah, as I said, like we've become so dependent on audio cues inside our video games nowadays. To have that removed, how would that play out? And yeah, what what, what would it mean? So yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good to see people doing something different too. Yeah, absolutely. It's probably never going to be a AAA title or anything, but um, yeah, as I said, it, it sort of just caught my attention. Nice. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else? You want? I was thinking of something earlier, and it's gone. I spoke too much, didn't I? And pushed it out of your head. I, I <laughs> wanted to write it down. Yes. Hang on. Let me let me scroll up. There was something. something I'm sure there's something oh, up here. Well, that I'm my memory. Um, there has been a new font developed. Yeah. This is yep. like you know, anyone who knows me will be surprised. I even know this. Um, there's a new font that's been developed to help memory uh, retention of words etc font font yeah, so right. as in yeah so what it looks like it looks like it's a um one of your standard um serens serens faults i can't yep. remember the proper name for it but there's bits missing out of all the letters 
and the um, they've done you know universities run all these tests and everything else like that because like <laughs> half would, the letters missing that would kill me. Um, it makes people pay more attention to each word, and uh, and when you put that level of attention into it, you have better memory retention. Retention, yeah, right. So yeah, so yeah, as I said, a bit of fucking side news just to. <laughs> well, I remembered. I remember what it was. It was going back up to the freebie section. Um, yeah. Things. I can't remember what it was now. There we go. Can't remember what it was that sort of twigged it. But uh, things that made sort of you know Infosaken that made Destiny good again. Yep. I think it was. It oh, yeah, that was because we we skipped that bit. Yeah. Um, but we sort of some somewhere along the line something sort of jogged that in, in my memory. Uh, for me, a massive thing um, mm. is I cannot stand being level locked. When you're playing a game, they didn't do that in Forsaken. Did you notice that? No. They didn't do it. No, and that you was d- you didn't have to get to a point before something would unlock for you. So you didn't get to you didn't get stopped through the story at all. Where every yeah. other every other rendition, every other DLC or game that have has been made, you've always got to get to a level before you can yeah. then move on. So you've got to go and do like your public events or or whatever it is. To try and get your level up, they didn't do so, it this time around. And if you noticed how they did that, they steered you through the campaign to go do all so. the way through. Yep. So it's okay. You're at this point. Um, I want you to go do this quest where you've got to go do this heroic or go do this public event. You're still, you know, uh, behind the scenes. You were level locked, and you have to go do these things. But it was the quest step to progress the next story mission. Yeah. So they've pushed you or they've made you go do it but not you didn't know that that's what they did that's right so they broke up the campaign with a few little side bits and pieces here and there but it didn't feel like you were doing those side bits and pieces um which is why i touched on it when we're talking about i think i think that's what it was i think that's what it was yeah somewhere between 76 and redemption um you still did those kind of activities but it was part of the campaign. It was part of the, the broader thing. Like, okay, um, you gotta go do this quest for Petra um, before you can talk to old mate, Spider, yeah. or whatever his name was again. And um, so you go get the thing from her, go do a couple of these side activities, or go clear an adventure or whatever. Yep. And you come back and you progress your campaign. And during the process there, you've gone and chucked on one or two levels or whatever else. And you, you yeah, but they didn't put it there in a red freaking mint thing. So yeah. you can't do this because you're not level 28. Yeah, that's whatever. right. Yep. Um, which, as I said, it gets rid of those friction points. Yep. Um, yeah, make it more organic. Make it, yeah. Yeah. We, just, still yeah. Do, we do all these side things. It's part of the game, you know. It's what RPGs, MMOs, all yeah. this sort of game. It's what they're built on. It's the bread and butter behind them. But when you can remove that feeling that you, you know, the, the plot or the grind, yep. um, of, you know, oh, I've just got to go play five Crucible matches just so I can level up to do the next story mission. Yeah. Yeah, no. It, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it's just one of those things that I cannot stand in games, you know. Like, you know, you know, like, gear check me or level check me or whatever at a point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can't get past this point now. I've tried yeah. three times. I'll try and go and level up a bit. Yeah, because I'm not esoteric. Um, yeah. I need, I need better guns. <laughs> yeah, you know, like some, something like yeah. that. Don't. Don't just yeah. lock people out. I can't stand it in any yeah. game. You know, yeah. Destiny was yeah. the example there, but any game, I just, I, yeah, I can't stand being level locked. Like you're not this level, so you can't progress. Yep. Why not? Why totally not? Agree. Just it make it a skill ceiling. Yeah. So 
you know, you, if you don't have the skill to be able to take it on when you're under level, well, you've got to go and go get some better gear and yeah. power up a bit yeah. um, because, you know, um, yeah, there's, there's many ways in which you can do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I have to agree. Um, I think it was, oh, when I was pushing my Hunter through Warmind, I ran into one of them. I'm going, oh, really? This? Yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't stand it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, then, yeah. So I think that was when I had to break away. And that's when the night I picked you and Black Rage up to finish it. Yep. Um, I had to, yeah. I had to break away. I went and played Crucible or something for the rest of the night. And then I picked you guys up and finished off the campaign in 10 minutes the following yeah. night. Yeah. Um, sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's shit. It's friction. I don't like it. have to agree. <laughs> All right. I derailed us long right. enough. Yes. All right. So Get to those um, questions, huh? Let's do Q&A. So this time around, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. So we threw it out there to ask you all. Um, some questions to get to know us better. Um, so um, we've generally, you know, been asked about games and bits and pieces. So this time around, it's like, ask your questions. What do you want to know about us? All right. These, so... these make me nervous. <laughs> Black Rage used up way okay. too many, way too many questions here. Yes. I think um, <laughs> she, had a bit, she had a bit of red cordial before typing them all. I think so too. Um, all right. So we kick off with our good friend Black Rage. Um, she asks, at Static, what would you have for your last supper meal? That one's easy. Mrs. Static's taters. <laughs> it's easy. She's sitting close to you, isn't she? Nope. Nope. I'm in the garage nope. now. I'm nowhere near. Oh, that's right. I was going to say, because you're, you're sitting there now, smiling at you, going, I'm doing something. All right. Question two. If you could have anyone at all at the dinner table with you, who would it be and why? I have no idea. <laughs> I have nothing for this one. There's, I don't know. I truly don't know. I could try and say someone's smart, but there'd be no reason for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some great philosopher? I have no idea. No. Have you, have you got that question? What, what would yours, who would yours be? No, it's not like, like Morgan Freeman, just so I can hear him talk. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, have to say just, smart, just, just talk. <laughs> yeah, just narrate my eating habits. Yeah, yeah just, um, just talk, <clears throat> Morgan. That's all I want to hear. Or um, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson or something like that. Just, you know, his kids go to bed. Someone, this man can't. This man can't talk while you're around. <laughs> I, can, I can, I can kind of turn the question around a little. Um, mm. Not so much at a dinner table, but someone I'd really like to have a conversation with uh, after I finished fanboying out a bit. Would be uh, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, oh, just yeah. to just to I don't know try and try and get inside that dude's head. Like he he is uh, musically, lyrically, and just all around just brilliant. I um yep. yeah. So yeah, just to try and get in his head for like with or without the mask. Oh yes, <laughs> either or. Yeah. So yeah, Slipknot Corey or Stone Sour Corey. Well, then, <laughs> well, where do you draw the line now? <laughs> there's, there's there's no clear line between the two anymore. No. No, no, there isn't actually. <clears throat> no. All right, it's neato. Okay, so question three. Um, she wants to know, what are you wearing right now? This ties into question four. I'm wearing my yes. uh, my Iron Banner T-shirt that I'm showing the camera and possibly yep. muffling my own voice with. But um, you'll, you'll probably never see it because we don't do the YouTube thing anymore. But yep. um, And uh, no, you can't have it. Yep. Like rage. Question four. <laughs> can I have your T-shirt? <laughs> All right. right. Do you want me to read these ones? I'll yeah, read these ones. Out. All right. Do your, best, do your best Irish accent, too. Eh? 
Oh, I, I can't even try. You put me on the spot. I can't even try now. No, um, question number one. Why kale? Okay. I grow kale. I, I'm, if you in my Discord or know anything about me, I'm an avid gardener. Um, and I grow. I used to grow a lot of silver beet. He eats his own grass. Yeah. Yeah. So silver beet. The problem with that is it's very grub prone, and I'm not a fan of putting pesticides all over my vegetables. Uh, the reason why I grow my food is to try and reduce my exposure to all this crap that gets put on our food. Um, so yeah, I used to have to share my silver beet uh, with a lot of caterpillars. And um, <laughs> you know me, I'm a pretty tight-fisted kind of person. I resented that fact. You just eat the caterpillars. So, yes. Well, they taste all right <laughs> if you boil them up in a soup. Eat my grass nerds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's nothing more disappointing than going out there and seeing that your beautiful root crops being turned into, like, looks like a stained glass window. <laughs> um, so I um, was reading something, and there was this vegetable, or leafy green called kale. And this is way before hipsters got hold of it, okay? And sure. one of the part of it, it was pest resistant. So anyway, I, I thought I'll give it a go. So I planted some. Um, it's a bit stronger flavor than soya beet, but it doesn't worry me. Um, but, and then like, the caterpillars don't go near it. You can see a couple of little nibbles, but they don't, they go away. I'm reading into it, there's actually a compound in there that if, when you eat raw, gives them a gut's ache. Um, that's why they don't eat it. And then all of a sudden it became this trendy superfood that every pony <laughs> ponytail wear turned into a smoothie. <laughs> and um, I've made the mistake of actually mentioning the fact that I grow this shit and have <laughs> got flack about it ever since. Probably um, probably right up there with my um, the day that I mentioned I went to a Savage Garden concert with a girl once <laughs> and I've never cop stopped copping shit about that either. Yeah, I haven't lived that down since. No, no, no. Poor Dan. Yep. All right. All right. So that's that's the reason for kale. There is actually scientific proper reason there, not because it was trendy. Because anyone <laughs> yeah. knows me, there's, yeah, there's sure. nothing trendy about me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two. What is the book you have read the most times? Um, it'd probably be The Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, the first one in the series. We, just, we just lost your audio for a second. That was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is that right? Yes, Hitchhiker's yep. Guide to the Galaxy, the first trilogy. Yep. Um, I've probably read 20 to 25 times. Jesus, um, man. And the final two books in the series, I'm probably up around 10 to 11 times. Um, they're brilliant books. I love Douglas Adams, and I always get something new every time I've read it. Well, Coming up right behind that is The Hobbit, and right behind that would be The Lord of the Rings trilogy. So. Are you saying Hobbit because Black Rage? Or? No. <laughs> no, it's a, I started. I first read The Hobbit when I was eight years old. <laughs> Very good. But yes, she can have the mental image of my feet as well. <laughs> Get that. Um, I want. I want to have a little answer of that one myself. Actually, I'm a. I'm a big uh, Warhammer 40k nerd. Yep. And the book I've read the most is the book book number five from Horace Heresy, which is called Fulgrim. Yep. Um, I don't. It's. The way it's written, it's just insanely graphic, but just really well put together. You remember who the author was for that? Oh, I can't now for the life of me. They had some fantastic authors. I, I like yeah. um. I kind of want to Google this right I now. I used but... to Fulgrim book. So I used to read a lot of uh, Finding Fantasy novels. You remember the old Pick Your Own Path Adventure? Yeah. You had to roll the dice. Graham McNeil was the author. Yes, he's yeah. a good author. Yeah, he's got some brilliant ones. Um, yeah. 
So I was going to say I was going to say either him or Dan Abnett. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. They have some brilliant authors way back even from those days where, yeah. Um, who was another one? He, Ian Watson, I think it was. He wrote a lot of the uh, Warhammer fantasy novels uh, as well. I think he also wrote. Um, yeah. Was it Space Marine? The one about the um, Empress Fists, um, like sort of taking him out from the, the the three different levels of the Hive underworld. Um, yeah, sure. social status is they yeah, got turned into space marine and yeah, basically sure. how these three arch enemies um from competing factions end up becoming brothers in arms and all this yeah. sort of shit no i have to agree they um they're actually really good books and they can be yeah. hard to get your hands on yeah all right oh, sorry all right derail that again that's what yes. we do that's what we do here all right yeah. so question number three if you were to write a book what would you call it and why all right. So from a very young age, when I started having to interact with people, I always wanted to write a book called Idiots I Have Met. <laughs> and uh, it's basically just a catalogue. This... I'd like to... Can, can I add to that book, please? <laughs> it's, um, so once again, I, I like uh, people behavioural patterns and stuff like that and why people do what they do. And I just... Sometimes I cannot wrap my head around why people do the things they do <laughs> the even better one is then when you ask them why the stories they come up with um so yeah that's that's pretty much it. um i've had this probably since i was a mid-teenager mid-teens on there going i'm gonna write a book one day called idiots i have met yeah. <laughs> from the girl in our grade 12 what was it called qcs back in the day the queensland score core skills test yeah we're right we're in grade grade 12 and you know so everybody gets a good thing you've got to practice on the previous year's exams so basically they lock you in a room for four days and every day is a different exam to test your basic competency across a range of maths and literature and all that sort of stuff yep. um so we had the maths paper this day and the teachers running us through it and yeah the shit is simple um it's like grade seven grade eight maths the first two pages on the um this is a fucking insult with grade with my seniors here this yeah <laughs> I don't expect calculus on the friggin' paper, but you know, come on. Anyway, so question one, and the teacher was half joking when they said, "It's like, oh, anybody have any trouble with this one?" And this this girl puts her hand up, and you're like, "The fuck? She's not taking the piss. She's not taking the piss." And she goes, "Sir, I don't get it." It's like, it was like two, literally two a plus three a equals what? <laughs> and uh, you know, and like, <laughs> he's just like. How the hell have you made it this far through the education system and you don't know that you know that was i can remember sitting in grade uh, grade seven maths and we we're all learning our first sort of basic algebra where you're like you know they said it's two apples plus three apples equals five apples just chop off the pples and that's the a yeah <laughs> you know and that's how you and it was like literally and uh, i think one of the guys in the class got to detention so because he, he sort of just reflex said, holy fuck, how dumb are you? <laughs> oh, worth yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just it. voiced what the teacher was thinking, no doubt. But... <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, once again, sidetrack. But, yeah, that's the book I'd, book I'd write. It might still be out there. Just keep your eye out for it. Still young. Still got 20-odd years in me. <laughs> can you leave, can you leave, like, a fair few pages at the end, Spare? Yeah. So that whoever buys it can just add to it? yeah. No, it's yeah. It could be just one of those um, 
uh, a bit like you know how Dilbert, for example, uh, the author to Scott Adams, he basically draws Dilbert from stories that people email him about their workplace. Yeah, right. So the guy's a he's a he's a smart, inventive, funny dude anyway. Um, and what he's laughing about is the fact that he think up Dilbert now for the last say ten years because he goes, I get you know hundreds of emails every day. He's telling me about these ludicrous things that happen in their workplace. And he goes, so then I try and one-up all these stories and make the, uh, my Dilbert comic even more ludicrous than what any of these things are coming in. He goes, the next day someone will come in with something that just makes it look sane. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I, I, could, I could do that just to get people to send me the ideas and publish them. So there you go, there you go ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dawn of the Dan on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's, share, let's share stories about idiots. Yeah. Send, send, him your, send him your workplace idiot stories. Yeah. Help him write his book. All right. Uh, what are we? And 3.5. 3.5. What are you wearing and is it clean on today? Is yes. it clean today? It has to be clean. I live in North Queensland. Our clothes don't <laughs> last more than half a day. It's too humid. If, I, if I've tried to wear the same set of clothes twice, um, they'd probably walk up and run away from me when I tried to pick it up. <laughs> so yes, I am wearing a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and yes, it is clean. Clean as of about three hours ago. There you go. So yeah. It's less, than half, it's less than half a day old, it's clean. Yes. Um, actually another misdigress. Um, so once again, yeah, live in North Queensland and we get a lot of backpackers up here, um, coming through picking fruit, mainly bananas. So these people come through, they come from the cold climate countries where 20 degrees is a heat wave and people die um, so they rock up for a day of work um, midsummer where it's 30 something degrees 80 percent 90 percent humidity wearing long pants and a shirt you know and you look at them and go this poor bass is gonna die <laughs> and okay so they struggle through their first day and they're wetting everywhere and dying it's like they've got to drink 10 liters of water to stay hydrated and the worst bit is the next day they rock up to work, they're wearing the exact same set of clothes. They haven't washed it. It's like, dude, you can't do that here. You will you will become a fungus. <laughs> yes. Literally. You so will they go, start growing shit on their shirts. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's terrible, yeah. As I said, it's a very special climate. And it's I, like, couldn't, and then, I couldn't do and it. And when day three rocks up and it's like, no, seriously, you can't do it. You're going you're gonna to get a skin disease. <laughs> you can't do it. You have to, you have to wear clean clothes. Because, yeah, it's just way too, you just end up becoming a bacteria bomb. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome to paradise. <laughs> All, All right. right. Okay, digressing again. Okay, we have, um, I know this, this new person, Ethel. <clears throat> Ethel? Are you familiar with this person? Oh, yes. There you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by your voice. Uh, I mean, well introduced to Ethel. Okay, so question number one, I'll let you first. What were you like as a child? What was I like as a child? Um, I don't know. I guess you could say I was I was a bit of a, a mummy's boy. I guess, like I guess most sort of young boys grow up that way. Um, I did everything did everything right. I never missed school. Um, I tried to do everything right. Didn't do everything right, but you know, um, got into everything. You know, as far as sort of we lived up the or the far north of. New South Wales for a little while, uh, running around creeks, chasing crabs, all that sort of thing, catching them, yeah. catching turtles, what, you know, boys did around that age. Um, then sort of back down this way around the Sydney area, I don't know, I sort of got into riding the BMX, um, 
Actually, I started started off rollerblading. Don't judge me. Um, then went to skateboarding. That was very difficult. And then went to BMX. Um, from then on, sort of just grew up with that uh, racing and sort of yeah, riding street dirt, all that sort of stuff. So, kind of much of much of an extremes gang, extreme gangs kind of kid. Growing up. That's the yeah, that's that's about it. Broken you bones, all that sort of gear. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I was a I was a nerd. Nerd? No, <laughs> no. Yes. And well, I remember well, childhood. Well, well read. And... Yes, yes, yes. I um, as I said, parents would say you you read the print off a cereal box, and I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be eating yeah. breakfast. I'd be reading the cereal box. I'd be yeah. reading the I was the yeah. only six-year-old kid who knew what Rebo Flavium was, shit like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But having said that, I played sports. Uh, I went fishing through the creeks. Um, I had an entrepreneurial streak as a child, so I used to go catch. Uh, we're in Barramundi country up here. Yep. So, and one of the Barramundi's favourite food is a little fish called a mud cod, which is um, a little fish that lives in the sounds um, tasty. Waters. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just rolls, you know, rolls off the plate. Um, <laughs> so I used to go catch these, and um, you've got to keep them alive. So, and so on the way home, you'd stop by, you know, where the barrow fishermen live, and you'd sell them the fingerlings for a dollar each or whatever. So after you've sold your five or ten fish, whatever you sold for the day, bought for the day, then you'd make your way down to the corn shop. This dude was resourceful, man. Buy a shit full of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and on the way, if you were lucky, you could um, have a couple of glass soft drink bottles. You'd wash them out in the creeks, and you go recite, you go get them back and or 20 cents a bottle as well which back in those days could probably pretty much give you diabetes yep so you know it was you buy enough um yeah enough lollies and set yourself back a bit so i yeah i had that sort of streak but uh, extremely academic you know punishment punishment for me was to be locked out of my bedroom <laughs> you know, well, I, I never year. i never saw my bedroom till it was bedtime i would, yeah, I would literally yeah. it the the implement changed as, as I grew up, but I literally, yeah. I would get home, I would dump my bag and I would pick up whatever it was that I'd get out and do. So yeah. when I lived up north, it was a surfboard. We lived, we lived less than a kilometre from the beach, so I picked up the yeah. surfboard, off I went. Just hit legs, straight to the beach. Yeah. Um, I used to climb trees so people couldn't find me. So... <laughs> oh, we lost audio. I, we got climb trees so people yeah. couldn't find you. But was yeah, that so, so you could read books? So I could read books uh, without being harassed. We didn't need to yes. hear it, did we? Yes, yes, <laughs> we already knew. Yeah, nice. No, so, yes. Yeah, so nothing much has changed, right? Yeah. I just got bigger and uglier. Yeah. Just grew more hair. Yeah, same. All, All right. right. Number so, question two. Question number two. Have you brothers and sisters? Even even the wording of that question is extremely Irish, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, I have myself a half brother and a half sister. Both two different to, to the to the different sided parents. So my half brother is my father's, and my half sister is my mother's. I'm my parents' only le legit one. legitimate child, actually. Yeah. So you're, you're my my brother and sister are bastards. There you go. Yeah, when you said half, I have actually pictured. Just, just, half just like half, half a person. Yeah, sewn together. <laughs> <laughs> Too many computer games and weird movies. <laughs> All right, so in my place, I have uh, both a brother and a sister, uh, both younger than me um, and both completely different to me. So I was the oldest, I was the nerdiest, and I made life hard for my brother because he had to follow through school behind me and 
yeah, I was this <laughs> shitty fucking straight A student and him he come through and he would just say he's probably less academically inclined than me. Um yeah. Oh why aren't you more like your brother? And so he copped that his whole life, the poor kid. So. <laughs> mm. And uh, I think the only thing that got him through school sister was only twelve months behind him. So the threat of him having to like if he failed then he had to repeat he'd have to be in her classroom. See I never so, I never got that. <laughs> from my because yeah. my sister is older than me. Uh, yeah. I didn't didn't really grow up with my brother at all. Uh, my sister was older than me, and from all the teachers that she had, all I ever got was, "You're her brother, huh?" <laughs> so it was it. It was an so, easy thing for you to do better. Oh yeah, it was it was much easier for me. Yeah. yeah. No, so. All right. So if you could change the world in any way right now, how would you do it? Got me stumped. What, know, what do you that's, got? That's a, big, that's a big question. It is. <laughs> Change the world. I don't know. I don't know. Make people stop polluting. On, I got nothing. Yeah, no, that's what I want. People to start, um, yeah, stop polluting. Stop wrecking the natural environment. We, we live on a beautiful planet and seem to be um oh yeah, yeah not on a global scale but uh, even on a small scale we just want to destroy the areas we're in uh, yeah. make them ugly and unattractive yeah the, the reason why why we're drawn to parks rainforests beaches areas of natural beauty because humans haven't come along and trashed it so yep um yeah we need to we need to step back to those times a bit better oh that's that's one thing if i could do it that's what i'd do I think the the ultimate the ultimate for me it's 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 no nothing that I could change, but if we could get rid of cash, if we could get rid of mo like a monetary yeah. value on things. Uh, I think that'd be that'd go a long way. Yeah, I'm gonna have two here. The other one, you're gonna be accountable for the shit you write on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> get rid of anonymity for sure. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it'd change the way that people would treat each other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on in these um especially social media yeah fucking terrible how people talk to each other it absolutely right. is. okay so question number four what was the first computer console game played a game on i think it was called a ColecoVision. it was like the poor man's atari uh -huh. had all the same games <laughs> just with um slightly different names yep instead of joust it was juiced <laughs> Pokmin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it was actually an Atari 20. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I think Space Invaders was my first game. So yeah, we, we had, had Space Invaders, we had um, like Knight Rider and all those sort of things. Yeah, so, um, yeah classic 80s kid. Yep. All right, and question five how do you put up with Ethel? That's going to go up there with number three. That's a hard question to answer. Yeah. Hard liquor. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I I just manage. <laughs> that's that's all I got. I just manage. Just hold your breath and hope she goes away. <laughs> uh, we love you, Ethel. Uh, we do. All right, now we got the hardest question of the night coming up from Mister Just Call Me Ben. Tacos, hard or soft? Now I've had this conversation with him. Yeah. You take. You you, you make yourself a hard taco, and you put it. You, you wrap it with a soft taco. No. I'm making the hand movements. You get the, the tear, you get this one, and you put it in that one. 
That's how it works. So you have both. You have the best of both. See, for me, tacos are made from corn chips and they're hard. <laughs> you don't make nachos <laughs> with fucking <with> wraps. <laughs> you don't have a tortilla nacho fat. Yeah, you know, no, 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 don't happen. Yeah, for me, happen. tacos are made from corn chips and they're crispy. So it has to be hard in my world. The other thing's called a burrito or a freaking burrito or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's something completely different or a kebab or whatever. Um, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I have I have moments where it's. Um... Yeah. I like them both. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, for me, um, yeah, well, it's well, made from corn. Made from corn. I have yeah. my moments sometimes, often, but more often than not, they've got to be messy. They have to be. Oh yeah. So as and, long as uh, as long as however you have it, they're messy. I'm alright with it. Yeah, and you got like Tabasco and shit in there, so your mouth's yeah. numb. Yeah, if, if you're making if you're making a soft taco, it's still got to be like the like the taco shape. Like you can't wrap it. There you go. You, yeah, you remember when you, you you get those kits and they actually had the um like you know you get salsa that sort of shit in them. Yep. And they used to send give you another sachet or another cup of sachet so you could bomb your your, your salsa up, make it mm -hmm. hotter. Yep, they were good. They were good days. They were um, good. <laughs> All right. Oh, hang on. Actually, I've got to. We got to go back a little bit. I just had number three. The answer just hit me. I've said yep. it many times. Number three: If you could change the world in any way, or how would you do it? I would take the warning labels off everything and let stupid kill itself out. <laughs> let let um, natural selection go. Yes. 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 I know. And people get outraged with when peanuts contain traces of nuts and shit like that. It's like, no, 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 no. We're doomed. We're going to be, become extinct when we're going to put those kind of warnings. Yep. That's inevitable. A bag of, mixed, bag of mixed nuts and it contains traces of nuts. You know, like, Bullshit. I, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. It's false advertising otherwise. All right. Yes, I have to agree there. Yeah. I think the gene pill get a bit soupy. All right, so um, we'll move on to our discussion point. All right, so this was um, coming from a listener um, from Black Rage again, and I've, I've shortened the question because anyone knows Black Rage <laughs> actually um, can make a short sentence go for a long time. So um, basically from what she wrote, I've condensed it into this. Um, so does it feel strange to realize that people are actually like watching you play video games and chatting with you? Yeah. There you go. Answer. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it does. It was, um, look at even streaming for myself. It took me a long time, not a long time, but it took me a little bit to think people are actually, people actually watch people play games. But then I sort of thought about it. And how many times have you sat there and watched your friends play video games? Cause they wouldn't hand you the controller. Yeah. It's the same thing. Well, they wouldn't die. Yeah, so like, okay, on the, on the next desk, yeah, everyone's done it. On yeah. the next desk, you will hand it over. Yeah. And then they'll, yeah. And you've got a mate who should be playing esports. Yeah. Oh, shit, they've been here for an hour. Come on. Yeah, that's right. So. And, and some, some of that was entertaining, you know. You'd sort of dig around with mm -hmm. them, whatever else. You'd, sort, you'd try and put them off their game. And it's, it's the same sort of elements in chat, you know. Like, I don't know how many times I've run off the road because I'm, you know, texting and driving essentially <laughs> in uh, in Forza or something like that because I just have a quick look over at chat. I saw it, you know, that movement out of the corner of your eye. That yep. Every every stream it catches, or I have a quick look and then you look back and all of a sudden, you know, you, you knew you were coming up to a corner, but you're like, oh, I've got time. 
nah, straight off it. But yeah, so I don't, I don't know. That's that's. It it took me a little time to understand that people would actually want to watch it. Yeah. But then I, I quickly found out why. When sort of jumping into that world myself. So. Well, yeah. So the difference with this form of entertainment is the interactivity. Yeah. I'm guessing. Um, there's no other form of um, entertainment where the audience can interact and get a response so quickly out of out of the person putting on the show. That's right. Um, yeah, as I said, my, my view of this, yes, it does feel strange that people will tune in and watch, um, but you get over that strange because it's actually good then to talk to people with similar interests or help people out. That's right. Whatever else like that. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's not only as an entertainment, but it's also form for just you know, sharing what you love. So... Yeah, as I said, and as far as chatting with me, yeah, it must be a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, I know when I first stumbled across Twitch way, way back, and it's like, people watch people play video games, right? Yeah, you know, and you're like, then you you watch it for a bit, and then you're just like, this is better than watching normal TV because, well, A, I love video game. I can go watch the game I want, and I can then not only watch it, I can talk to the person or other chat rooms. Yep about it or about a similar game or and so it's yeah it's a unique form of entertainment yep and, absolutely and it's pretty much open to anybody with a con and an internet connection so um extremely low buy-in as well you know yep. it's not as though it's not like tv where you know you gotta you can grind your ass off and for years just to even get noticed so having said that you're not gonna you're not gonna find fame and stardom um, yep. you know doing it it's just like no let's just get together with a small group of like-minded people and talk about the shit we like talking about so that's it yeah alrighty hey, you got anything else you want to throw on top of that uh, that's about it nah alright let's Black Rage likes it brother she, she knows I, 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 <laughs> I get I get my thing out and that's it yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds dirty but isn't yeah, no, she'll take it the wrong way. Yeah, sure. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has to quote that in one of Oh, she will. She absolutely yeah. will. Yeah, all right. So let's wrap this up, otherwise we'll be going to yep. podcast again. Cool. What games um, are we looking forward to in the near future, my man? Okay, man. So I am doing the Destiny 2 grind. I'm trying to get raid ready. Yep. Um, but as I said, I lack the attention span to actually really do it. I'm the same. It just I go in with it's like okay, I've got to do these five activities, or I can play Gambit. Let's go play Gambit. That's that's what happens. I'll I'll get halfway through that activity and ah, uh, Gambit yeah. or Crucible, so, yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go play. I'll go play some PvP. Yeah. And uh, there's the night gone. Then two hours later, bedtime. I'm yeah. Doing it. Oh, I'm still shit. I'm still only five twenty six. Yeah. I didn't didn't move at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got like ten blue guns that are worth it. So. Um. So yeah, uh, the, the grind's real uh, over there, and um, and Bioshock. I'm going to keep pushing through that as well. Yep. I've got yeah, I've got Bioshock two and Bioshock three to jump into as well in time. And 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 yeah, you saw Ooh. in my Discord. I saw the excitement I on your face up, just now. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you <laughs> wait. I picked up Resident Evil Seven for ten dollars. <laughs> I was like I was, so happy. Actually, in your in your charity stream, I was wondering why you weren't playing that. Um, it was because it's a PG. It's PG-13 oh, plus stream. Oh, gotcha. 
Yeah, so gotcha. I was planning on playing Resident Evil 7, and then yeah. it's like, oh no, that's right, we're Dodd, family friendly, so I had to pull the rating of the game back, so I switched from Resi to uh, to a Gambit stream. Yep. Funny, gun. funny fact, I jumped in with uh, Winky while he was playing um, Horizon 4, and I had to, yeah. don- I had to donate to the swear jar. <laughs> it was once the whole time I was trying to, I was, you know, I was trying to, trying to hold my tongue because, you know, so I remember doing it from last year and I didn't swear at all. Yeah. I did well, and this year I let it go. I'm like, oh, sorry, because um, I don't own any other PG games. I don't think besides <laughs> <laughs> like Overwatch or Fortnite, which yeah. I wasn't going to play on stream. Yeah, no, thanks. So, um, especially not yeah, on Twitch. I, I went through and I thought, oh, I didn't really want to do a Destiny stream. Yeah, you know, I, I, I enjoy variety games variety of games like looking through my collection so nope 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 no i'm giving nightmares no okay destiny it is <laughs> destiny <laughs> so um so yeah end up doing the gambit stream there nice so, yeah all right and then as i said bioshock um played two nights of that i'm loving the hell out of it so i'll be i'll be continuing on with that as well what about you yep. man? um you gotta have a look at v rally 4 like i said i, was, I said i think in the last one i kind of slept on that um didn't really see it coming until it was here so i'm going to get probably give that a look and um i'm currently looking up looking to uh, change up the stream sort of maybe on a weekend in a a different kind of way something a little more creative rather than just gameplay um so stay tuned for that Um, if it works out well it's gonna it's gonna sort of take me a month to find out if it does work or not um let's sort of see something through to completion um, but hopefully, if it works out well, it'll be a, it'll be a permanent thing. And um, I started doing some uh, YouTube stuff as well, just uh, little tutorial videos for the um, weekly uh, weekly challenges in Horizon Four. So getting in the fours of hype. It's keeping me busy. Yeah, plenty, no, plenty actually, going on. The YouTube stuff is incredibly time-consuming. It is, <laughs> Mate, and, and it's difficult. It is yeah. difficult to put, you know, just to do like a voiceover or something like that. Like, mm. you think, you know, yeah. you listen to all the dudes do it. Like, yeah, they've obviously done thousands of videos or whatever, mm. and then, you know, they sort of just rolled off their tongue. But, and some of these, some of, like, just one video took me three attempts. Yeah. Except for Mr. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just natural. Yeah. <laughs> you can just talk. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, I, I think, like, to make a five minute YouTube clipboard video as such generally takes between five to six hours yeah i'd of, say it would have taken me that yeah on, like on the on the third attempt yeah yeah because yeah, you've got a script and then it's like oh dirt um i'll start again because i was only 30 seconds yeah after about five of them you go oh no it doesn't matter yeah if, you, if i fuck up here i'm just gonna go with it <laughs> yeah yeah so eventually you get past that but yeah, yeah it's, and but you gotta you gotta have your script you gotta generate your script you want to um you want to cover a certain period of time so you want you want filler in there but you yeah. don't want it to be meaningless um yeah. it's, generally it was the voiceover parts i found that was the hardest bit um, yeah same you know sort of structuring that getting it to work and then trying to match it up to the video um, yeah so that's so i'm trying to do mine with the gameplay because i'm just yeah. using straight using abs yeah. that's super easy but um it's not <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's not too so, easy yeah, at the same time. Then you're trying to um, record your audio. Um, you're watching the visual to try and link the, the audio and the, you know, the, the topics together, especially if you're covering a few different topics. You don't want to yeah. talk about some shit and there's something different, completely different on the screen. Um, 
So yeah, as I said, oh, hats off to the the guys that do it all the time, pump out a video a day, and you know, not not a five minute video. They put out ten to twenty minute videos yep. every other day. It's like, man, that is that is a commitment. There's there's ten hours work, easy. Yep. Um, no matter how proficient you get at it, you still got to. There's a lot of work in it. Yeah, huge amount of work inside these things. So yeah, no, sort of why I've sort of I've let it drop away. Yeah because of exactly that it's like well don't have that much time if i want to put out a video a week i've got to find four or five hours about one video and yeah you got you know you've got to have that content churn constantly going out to be able to get traction over there so yeah nah so that's why i let mine slide no i think on one of my diablo videos i only got 10 how many Ten thousand was it yeah yeah, i I remember you you got up to two thousand you had a little celebration yeah, I got excited. So wow. yeah, I went. I was. Um, I got a comment the other day on one. Like, it's all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. We haven't so seen that for ages. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went over there and it's like it's like nine hundred, nine thousand five hundred something. What a daddy! Superstar. That's it. <laughs> Look out. Nah. So yeah, good on you getting back into YouTube stuff. We um. So you got to remember to put that in your outro to YouTube channel. Yep. All right. So with that, let's get the hell out of here. So watch me forget that right now. <laughs> all right so um i'm gonna say good night dawn of the dan you will find me at dawn of the dan on instagram twitter and mixer and i am static oz you will find me at static oz on instagram twitter mixer sometimes on twitch i'm, I'm, I'm actually too, aren't you? on what stalkbook i am i am yeah. um youtube at the moment at the moment i need that hundred that hundred subscribers so I can get the custom URL but Static Oz or yeah. Static Oz Gaming you should find me look for the S you can't miss it random fact I've got a custom URL eh, for YouTube I remember you got it before yeah. you got a hundred followers too or hundred yeah. subscribers too I don't even know if I still I don't even think I've only got about 30 or 40 yeah uh, so I'm so, yeah I don't know how I got it why I got it but I've got a custom URL so yeah you were, you were, de- you were deemed worthy yeah, if you want to go look at, look at a whole bunch of old Diablo 3 yeah, but three <laughs> yeah, look up Dawn of the Dan and YouTube as well. There you so, go. Yeah, they're old and they're shit, but have a laugh. <laughs> it's all good. All, all right, right, man. Let's get it. out of here, yes. eh? All right. Take it easy, guys. See, See you later.